highest level. Hello again and welcome back to the Bonus Level Podcast. This is level 31. I'm Jack and I'm joined, as usual, with my two good friends, Luch and Josh. And we have a very special guest, the one and only uh, Game of Thrones extraordinaire, as well as my lovely girlfriend, Nicole. Say hello. My lords, my ladies. (laughs) We're very happy to have a... a, uh, a very knowledgeable and enthusiastic Game of Thrones fan on the show this week. And we're going to be talking about everything Game of Thrones from the past eight seasons up into the culmination of what goes down in history as the best conclusion to a TV show of all time. Right? Everybody? No? Since Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hits right in the feels. Yeah. It hurts. Speaking of that, speaking of Dexter, uh, one of the most relative, uh, re- yes, relative memes that I saw today was the tweet that said some of you didn't watch Dexter fly his uh, drive a boat with his sister straight into a hurricane, leaving his child with a known serial killer, and it shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for, so for everybody hating on the conclusion of Game of Thrones, like Nicole said. I think you forget I about fell Dexter. For every fake news post talking about Dexter coming back. Every <laughs> single one that was like, they're gonna redo the ending. They're going to extend the seasons. Like every single one. I was like, oh my god, I send it to everybody and everyone's like, dude, it's not real. That's not Just real. Get over it. Like suck it up. <laughs> it's over, Josh. Yeah. Yeah. It is over. So I thought that with the controversy surrounding the last season, we'd start this week's episode off by first and foremost saying that if you haven't seen the conclusion of the show please stop listening to this podcast stop it right here go finish then come back and discuss it with us because this whole thing is going to be very very spoiler heavy and if you haven't seen the the last episode or the last few episodes just just don't even bother listening to this because we're going to be talking about how it ended the things that happened the things that didn't happen and all that so this is your one and only warning. Get out now while you have the chance. That's that's what I'm going to say about that. But we're going to start by talking about all of the good things about Game of Thrones, right? So we're going to go down the list and just put all of the positivity out into the universe of the things we loved about it so that then when we go down the rabbit hole of the things we hated, it doesn't seem like it's so bad. Yeah. Right? Cool. Okay. So what is your favorite aspect of the show as a whole. So it can be characters, story, you know, whatever, whatever it might be. I'll go go first. Yes, go ahead. (laughs) Because you were so nice. Yes. Um, My, the main thing that I really, really liked about the show was it was a very um, discussion heavy show where you could sit there and you could watch it and then you wanted to talk about it with your friends. You know, you wanted to interact with other people. You wanted to get on subreddits and read about theories. You wanted to, you know, it made you think. It wasn't just like, oh, I watched the show, turned it off, and now I'm back, you know, doing this or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I had multiple times where I threw, you know, not really parties, but just, you know, watch parties basically where mm-hmm. three or four people, five people would come over and we would watch episodes together because it was a good, fun group show that everyone could enjoy together. I think that we are missing more shows like that. There are too many shows yeah. that are just like, oh, just kind of watch it by myself and go on about my business and yeah. maybe one or two other people like it. This one was so you could interact with everybody. I mean, so many people, you could just start going, oh, my God, did you see that episode? Yes, could you believe that? And you just get into, like, this big discussion with them. It was yeah. it was really fun. That, that out of everything, is probably one of my favorite things about it. Yeah, I can agree with that. That's, yeah, it's always been very, like, even up till now, you know, especially now with the conclusion in the last season, you have even more people talking about it. But it's always mm-hmm. been a case of, like, hey, did you see Game of Thrones this week? You know, what do you think about this that happened? Oh, I can't believe, you know, X, Y, Z. Yeah. Um, so, for sure. Well, Nicole, what about you? What's, well, what I, is uh, your... I came for the hype. I came for the gratuitous nudity that HBO is famous <laughs> for. I stayed for the characters and mm. some awesome characters. All of the women on the show I really felt connected to and empowered by. And yeah, mm-hmm. I left so characters. because of Ghost. Yes, agreed, agreed. Rip. Well, I can't say Rip because he's a good boy, and he he did get the recognition that he deserved in the end. So, best moment of the final season, in my opinion. Anyways, <laughs> um, yes. So, characters, uh, discussion. Luch, what about you? Um. Well, uh, I started watching it in college. I think. You went to college? And, uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I happened to get caught, you know, with the scene, first episode scene with Cersei and uh, Jamie uh, doing their business up in the tower. And my friends thought I was watching some serious foreplay. Uh, <laughs> medieval <going> porn. <laughs> and I was like, it's not what you think. But um, no, it was what, what they thought. It was worse than what they thought. Yeah, it was even worse. It was, in, it was incest. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. With a um, child snuff film mixed in between. <laughs> oh yeah, but uh, I, I, I stayed for my uh, my rapier swinging girl Arya. She a bad mm-hmm. We all know why she's a badass. You mm-hmm. can't deny it. <laughs> she's she's a well. She started off as kind of a you know little sissy, and then she had she... the best progression arc out of any of the characters. No, Sir oh, Davos yeah. Seaworth. <laughs> Sir Davos started a badass and ended a badass. Sir Lady Arya started as a you know, oh my god, like you know, my friends all have like knives and shit, but I have a duel. Like I want a knife. <laughs> don't too. call her a lady. I don't think she'd like that very much. That's true. That is very true. She does not want to be a lady. She does not she doesn't. want to sit in a castle and wear a dress. Exactly. She but Gendry she went from out. a lady to... Mm, let me just let's see what's worse. <laughs> she didn't. Me. She was never a lady. She wanted to run around and, and hang oh, out in the She fields. was a gal, whatever you want to call her. Shoot <laughs> with her brothers. That's true. Pipsqueak. Yeah, so, so, Jack, what did you like the most? Um, first of all, I want to comment because I'm surprised that Nicole didn't say the music. Mm. 
too predictable. Ooh, I needed to throw you off. That's true. And you guys, uh, you guys already talked about that last time. We did, but this is this is all you know. This is overview oh, of the God, whole Josh show. Josh is getting really shaky. I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> I can already um, but feel intensity. I I actually I think that if you're not going to be predictable, I will be predictable, and I will say that the cinematography and music, the the <laughs> combination of the two. Um, Lush does this thing whenever I answer. Uh, he's, he pretends to <laughs> snore. Yeah. Um, but it's only because he's jealous that I didn't that he didn't. Uh, say I'm just what upset I'm that he's more intelligent than me. Uh, but the cinematography and the music put together um, really, are, in my opinion, solidify the show as one of the best yeah. um, shows on television, possibly ever. Uh, despite you know, we'll get to the end in the final season. But despite all that, just looking at some of the super iconic scenes, whether it's the battle of the bastards or, you know, obviously more, more recently the, the long night with the, with the music mm-hmm. and the, you know, the slow motion, everything like that. It's, uh, whenever you watch it, you kind of just like have this wow, you know? Yeah. Or, which is, I mean, ultimately I think that's probably my favorite part about the whole show. Oh yeah. I think that a lot of shows fall short by, by not doing that in movies as well. I mean, you guys know my love for Mad Max. That was, mm-hmm. I mean, that whole movie, that's all it was, was just, just no talking. It was just cinematics with some heavy metal Badass orchestra, music. you know, mm-hmm. and it, I was mesmerized the whole time. So yes, yeah. I, I completely understand what you're talking same, about. Same, same, same. Um, all right. So moving on, what about your favorite character? Favorite character of the entire show, living or dead? Now, I know that we've kind of touched, touched on this before, but mm-hmm. now the show is over. So now you've seen everybody's character arc. So from yeah. season one to season eight, who's your favorite uh, character? Josh, you go first. Um, it was Ramsey until Tormund came into the picture because we didn't have Tormund until <laughs> very, what felt like much later on. So... Mm-hmm. Ramsey, I kind of grew up with him, and so he was he was my main man until he went away, and then uh, Tormund came into the picture, and he's just freaking every scene. I find myself smiling like an idiot <laughs> just looking at the screen. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I love that dude. Okay, Tormund. So Tormund's your ultimate favorite character, character arc, everything from the whole show. Um. I don't know. I don't know if I'd go as far as say character arc. Like I said, every time that he's in a scene, I'm smiling. Like okay. that's what I love about him. Um, okay. If I had to go more of whose kind of character has has made um, a lot of, I would I would maybe go with the Hound. I liked mm, yeah everything like from where he started to where the show ended with him i really really liked his every time that his storyline came on it was exciting i i yeah. wasn't like oh crap it's the hound i gotta sit through 15 minutes of his scenes you know i was mm-hmm. very excited for his right right yeah no i definitely i can get behind that i think character arc wise he's definitely one of the better ones um luch what about you favorite uh, character you know Aria. okay moving on hold on uh, it's 100% the uh, ranger that Ned Stark beheaded in the first episode. Okay, yeah. <laughs> he, he served his part well. Yeah, he did good. He did good. No, but it's all right, for sure. 
Yeah, I know. That's why I was trying to move forward. Um, I will go and then I'll let our, our esteemed guest go last and have the final say on this matter. Um, my favorite character uh, was Ghost. Okay, next. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I obviously I'm, I'm partial, but I, I think my favorite character of the show and he didn't get justice. I feel like his time was cut too short. Uh, it, it was uh, the Night King. Yeah. I think I that there just wasn't enough there, and I, for a for a villain, for just an awesome evil badass villain, he's my favorite character. Now, character arc, I'm probably gonna have to agree and say the Hound. Uh, he's just such a interesting, you know, started out such a complete asshole. Uh, Bron was pretty cool. Well, Bron was. <laughs> He but at the end, being the, the, like some, uh, what was he? Just kind of a henchman to now he was like a lord, <laughs> lord of of uh, High Garden. Um, no, but I, I mean, the Hound, you know, he was an asshole at the beginning and the end. But you know, you have this intense character progression where on the other side of him, uh, you know, his tough exterior, he did have, you know, he he did have, you know, a, a soft spot for you know the Stark girls and yeah, and all of that. So that was definitely. Um, it's definitely cool to see. Uh, Nicole, what about you? What, who's your favorite? Well, it certainly wasn't Bran. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all unanimously agree that that is the case. It's, yeah, it's a tough question for me because all my house is dead. They've been dead mm. for a while. I was uh, really into Marjorie. I thought she was awesome. Mm-hmm. That didn't turn out so well. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, from the most badass character, maybe even Lady Elena Tyrell would be one of my faves Ooh, um, yeah. towards the end. And once Arya stabbed the night King, I found myself hopping on the whole, you know, not today, not that it's a bandwagon luge, but uh, you know, I was never, you know, Arya was never my favorite, but I started to like her more and more as we got <laughs> towards the end, but I'm going to mm-hmm. go with lady Olena Tyrell. Cause she's just nice. a badass bitch. Uh, yeah. Do you think that there's any chance that she's still alive? I don't know. I have this group that I'm in. We meet every Thursday night. We talk about it. <laughs> I'm not sure. Okay. I yeah. I think there's a chance. I don't think they showed her, but I think there's a chance somewhere. She's just no. She's she just did. smirking. <laughs> no, you think she's dead? No, she did. I'll tell Sassy. I want her to know. Yeah. Stick to um, Leo Lennon there, buddy. Yeah. No, I. Uh, so. All right. <clears throat> now. We've we've talked about our favorites. We've talked about our, our. Do we have any like real quick? Do we have any like favorite moments? Like uh, you know, off the top of your head, like favorite moments of the whole show, like things. Oh, we that really were yeah. either awesome or you know, that's uh, one episode where Arya killed that one guy. I think he's your favorite or something like that. <laughs> episode three, <laughs> season eight. Yeah, yeah, totally. Where she snuffs out a, a storyline that's been building for seven and a half. Yep, just blame Arya. It wasn't the writer's fault. It was just. Just Arya. Arya Stark comes in and ruins everything for me. When I first fell swoop. When I first started watching the show, I must have watched the Joffrey death scene like eighty times in a row. I thought that was amazing. (laughs) Amazingly, yeah. Amazingly, amazingly uh, shot and uh, acted. He's joking. Yeah, I mean, just everybody. The chaos in that in that moment, right? Yeah, Cersei. I mean, just everybody. Uh, kind of acting the part even Elena was like 
in there like somebody helped the king you know things like all yeah. of these things were going on even though you know we find out it was her tells us i wanted to know you know that but everybody in one yeah it was a very very uh crazy scene and i don't know the guy's name but he did uh he did a choking and gagging death from poison very well i'm, I'm yeah. very impressed yeah makeup was spot on too yeah right he's like looking like a you know like the guy from uh willy wonka turning like into a blueberry that would be jack gleason sir jack gleason there you go see thank you jeeves wait a minute wait a minute it's Miss is it jeeves yeah is it jeeves chives? or is it chives chives no, Chives was the old guy. We upgraded to Jeeves and then Miss Jeeves. Who the hell? When did we upgrade to Jeeves? <laughs> well, you've been gone, you know? Things happen when you're I've been here around. for every episode. Have you, though? <gasps> Except for the good ones. What are, what, what are some other oh. moments? Some other moments. Uh, Hodor. Finding <laughs> Wait, out which... the meaning. Behind, oh, Hodor? Like when, when all of that really came full circle all at once where... You know, you're starting. You see when Bran kind of has his vision with him, and Hodor sees him, and Hodor starts going crazy, and then all of a sudden the pieces start going together in your head, and you're going, "Oh shit, that's why yeah. he says that." And then all of a sudden he's holding the door, and it's like mm-hmm. all of that stuff all happening at once was a very awesome. Like, I don't need, I don't remember what season that was, but like that was built up from. I mean, what was it? It was Hodor in episode one. You know, with them. Yeah, I mean, he's been, a, he's been around. Uh, was it episode? No. I mean, it, Wait, it had to have been really, really early yeah. on. And we're like, okay, who's this guy that can only say his name? He was a, you know, interesting, fun character. But mm-hmm. that was it. I mean, from that point, though, all the way until that, you know, moment where he's holding the door, all of that you coming don't really together get it. Yeah. was yeah. a really cool, like, finally having that last puzzle piece go into place mm-hmm. and you step back and you see the total picture. That was cool. I really, really like that. Yeah. I think I enjoy the really shocking moments. Um, like the Red Wedding, right? Like, as yeah. brutal as that is, it's just, it's not something that you expect or something that, you, you know, you're used to seeing in a TV show or, yeah. you know, in a movie. So whenever that happens, it's like, it's a train wreck. Like you can't look away, but it's absolutely horrifying. And then they pair that with the music, right? Mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. that. And then as much as I love the night King and wanted to see his story kind of like more flushed out that whole scene of him walking slowly and the music playing slow motion. And, and yeah. that whole scene as he walks up to Bran and then, you know, the, the brush of air past the general. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> like that whole, that whole thing. I mean, it's just, you know, that gives me goosebumps just thinking about, you know, watching that whole thing play out as much as I didn't like, you know, the way that it, that happened, it's just cinematically breathtaking. Like you can't watch that and be like, Oh, that's, that was shitty. You know? Yeah. That, that um, was a fun one. Cause social media exploded after that. Yeah. That was something oh, that yeah. you could like every single person, it doesn't matter who they were. If they had watched the show, they had heard of the red wedding at, yeah. after that. Oh week. yeah. That was red wedding. Was cool. Yeah. The night King for sure. Absolutely. Um, Nicole, did you have another one? Uh, this one's a little dark. Do you guys remember when Ramsey lets Theon go and then he thinks Oof. he escapes and then he comes back to the torture room and cuts his dick off? Yes. <laughs> that one. Everything Ramsey did was hilarious. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wait, was, was that was that right? So did he let him... Go ahead. 
No, no. I was just going to say that he was captivating. I mean, I know we all love to watch Cersei because we love to hate her, but same with Ramsay. He might have been oh, one yeah. of the best characters yeah. on the show. Oh, my God. Acting-wise, like, if I, if I met him in real life, I would be like, you evil, sick bastard. <laughs> How yeah. could you do the things that you did? And he'd be like, what, mate? Like, I'm it's a show. <laughs> like, you're yeah. that convincing. But was that the same? So was that the part where he let him go outside the castle or was that when he like they like come in and he like lets him go and then he goes in the other room to get a bath and then the girls are like you know like feeling up on him yeah um and then is that what you're talking about i think he escapes by horse and they come all the way back oh yeah 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 yeah. that's right i was trying yeah because well there's what does he so does he get flayed right then because there's a one there's a part where he goes to like let him take a bath and then the girls are there and like he like um starts um banging the one girl and then ramsey comes in and like makes him stop and then i've seen it i don't remember how everything went down i'd have to check with archmaster luch to see if he (laughs) (laughs) oh i don't know (laughs) <laughs> oh my okay well you're disbanded from tell that. us more about Arya. <laughs> yeah yeah let's talk more about Arya. so there's that one scene in uh season seven where Arya and brienne are sparring and then she does that move and then that move comes back and they end up using that to kill the night king do you remember and how badass that was <laughs> yes lucha's favorite moment in the entire show was brienne and Arya sparring you are absolutely <laughs> correct. It was a really, really cool moment. It was okay. the best moment. Well, I mean, the cool and like whatever is those are two different things. But see, I mean, to <laughs> me, like the kind of stuff that I like in the show, like those moments are cool. But when Arya and the Hound are sitting in that tavern and the Hound keeps tell appeal to give him his chickens, one more chickens, <laughs> like that shit to me cracks me up so hard it makes that's the kind of thing that makes me love a show like those kind of of humorous moments where there's just sometimes there's some shows where it's like how is everyone so damn serious this entire time or like even if the hound's doing something serious that it comes off to us as humorous because of you know either dark humor or you know different times or something like that that i like that kind of thing it, it it i feel like it brings me closer with different characters having those kind of moments and with him like <laughs> the hound and his chickens like yeah. that was so good <laughs> no i agree for sure um but you're also this is coming from the guy who likes westworld so uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh yep. i don't really know about that um all right it's so a whole nother we, night yeah, it is. We, we've we've gone over the things we like, and I think we've built it up enough that we can now start tearing it to shreds. Because, mm, well, hold on. Should oh, we say well, what we like specifically about this last season before we start tearing it apart? Why don't we use that at the end, and we'll do like the whole like compliment sandwich? Okay, I like it. I like <laughs> we'll start positive. We'll go into the. <laughs> bad stuff and then we'll end positive and it'll be like we never talked about anything that we didn't like yeah all right all right good okay so the final season six episodes and it was the fastest <laughs> fastest six episodes of 
probably any TV show that I've ever watched. It just went mm-hmm. by like that in an instant. And w- all right, tell me in one word how you how you feel or how you felt after the finale. Josh, you first. One word. Uh, you did it perfectly, I think, with your whelp. As soon as it was over, you just typed in Discord, you go, whelp? And everyone was like, yeah, that's kind of how I felt. <laughs> like, it's, whelp. oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Luch, what about you? One word. Huh. <laughs> okay, all right, two for two. Nicole, you have a word? I'll take whelst for 100. Whelst? <laughs> whelst. Whelst. Uh, yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, I think Kit Harrington spilled the beans in his little interview whenever somebody asked him how he thought what he thought about the finale, and he said, disappointed. And then he said, I mean, epic. Yeah, epic. One of those things. So I think the disappointed is a good word for it. And we're going to talk about this some more, and I'll get into the at the end whenever I say like the things that I liked. But I'm disappointed in not the decisions that they made for the character loops and how they ended them, but I'm I'm disappointed in the way that they portrayed and gave us closure on all of those things. Mm-hmm. It was basically a six episode season that should have been at least ten. That should have been that should have given us a lot more meat and a lot more dialogue to those final moments for everybody. A lot more giant's milk. Yeah. Oh, how to be more giant's milk? A lot more giant's milk needed. So a lot more, a lot more of the meat in the uh, in the dialogue. Like, all right. So for instance, Danny, you know, season eight, we see her go full Mad Queen. She goes full Targaryen, going Mm -hmm. from her entire character arc of you know freeing slaves and being the mother of dragons and having this you know huge following that would do anything for her to get her to the throne to you know finding out that she's not really the true heir that somebody else is to having people betray her and not trusting her people being killed in front of her. And she just, you know, goes full on genocide. Mm-hmm. And then they, they, you know, at that point, like she can't have the throne. She can't rule. She's mm-hmm. a, she's a crazy person. So, you know, that they have to take care of her, but then they do it in a way that lasts what seemed to be 30 seconds and she's gone. And the most, badass part of the whole scene wasn't her conclusion of her character arc but it was her badass smart dragon that knows and knew that the throne was what killed her and he melts the throne that was the best part of that whole scene and it shouldn't have been well (laughs) the funny thing is her character arc and everything that happened with her in the last season bothers me the least out of everybody yeah. Like, right, I think what happened sense. with her and everything kind of made sense. Yes, she goes crazy, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit. Uh, we weren't expecting this. She can't, yeah, she can't be queen. Like, what are you talking about? Right. And yeah, her, um, you know, her death and everything was a little um, predictable. Like, I, I was just sitting there watching it going like, all right, when's it coming? Listen for it, yeah. listen for it. And then you hear the shink and you're like, all yeah. right, there it goes. And like, but then the dragon coming in, the dragon killing the throne, that was beautiful and 
So with her, I really, other than, yeah, it seemed to be a little bit quick. I didn't have too many problems with her as I did nearly every other character in the show. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, and I, I, I agree that I don't, like I said, like I don't mind that it happened because it Mm. made sense, you know, for her family and for just the circumstances, like she was going crazy. Like we literally watched her character go crazy and that's fine. There just wasn't any distinct buildup and conclusion. Like where was, where was the conclusion and the meat of her meeting Cersei? Like why did they bury Cersei underneath the, underneath the red keep when they could have kept her alive they could have made her have an entire full-on dialogue with Mad Queen Danny and her being like, here I am. I told you I was going to come. I told you I was going to take everything from you, you know, like Dracarys. And then, you know, like, yeah. nothing. Uh, all of this really cool stuff that they could have dragged out for half a, half an episode, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. then they just decided to just tie all these ends off, right? And again, I'm not mad with the people that did die or didn't die. I'm mad with – I'm mad and disappointed about how – they chose to do it like yeah. that scene with John killing Danny. It should have been a lot more dramatic. It should have been a lot more heartfelt. She should have had things to say mm-hmm. that weren't just like, you know, I don't know. It's just like you said, very predictable. And then yeah. Drogon just stole the whole scene by, you know, dramatically like nudging Danny and then like, getting really mad and burning the throne down completely. And it's like, he stole that whole thing. So the only thing I remember about that is fucking badass Drogon coming in and, you know, <laughs> doing dragon things. Yeah. Such a diva. Such a diva. <laughs> yeah. He was just so, he just uh, so, so dramatic. Um, uh, what, what, what are some, what are some other things? So now we're getting this conversation well, I'm, going. I'm we're, so we're getting how, the juices. Yeah. How the juices feels about, um, about how things ended with Arya. Oh, bro! I can't wait for the next uh, show to come out with her being. They're not the making character. one. They're not. It's happening, Jack. No, they are not. Already released a, a, a press conference thing today or a statement today saying that they are completely debunking the fact that she's getting her own spinoff. They said yes. that that's one hundred percent not as as a trick to throw us off. No, <laughs> <laughs> they're not doing that. I, I promise you. Yeah, don't lie to me. And Jack. honestly, and honestly, it wouldn't do that well. Oh, it would be the best. No, it would, it would far, sar, far surpass anything Game of Thrones would have even dreamt of accomplishing. <laughs> no, I can't take you. I can't take you seriously really anymore. Stuff with that, I'd rather see instead of HBO doing it. I'd rather see like Netflix pick up a fun little thing of Arya and Friends and have her bump. <laughs> <laughs> only if they call it that and turn it into a sitcom. That's the only way I watch it. Or, like it just like the, it has this like funky bass music and it cuts to her on the boat and like all of her friends. Oh, it's Arya and friends sailing yeah. on a ship. Um, no, but yeah, Arya. No, it's not going to happen. Oh, it's uh, I, I, I feel for you though because her the ending of her show is or the, her arc is just like you know why did she get on the pale white horse and ride out of the city in episode five? That was like so beautiful, and all everybody was saying was. It's the pale white horse, you know, death riding in death the pale right white on the pale white horse. You know, yeah, yeah, the yeah. way that Arya is looking at Danny, it's like, oh shit, someone got added to the list. Like Arya hadn't done shit with the list in like two seasons. It felt I think like. she actually forgot the list somewhere. 
Yeah. Probably when she, she, probably whenever she took her clothes off at, at Winterfell with Gendry, I think she like fell out of her pocket. Oh, and then it never... Bro, I don't even want to talk about that scene, okay? That did not need to be there. That was uh, uncalled for. <laughs> oh, poor little Arya in Lucha's eyes. <laughs> oh, no. oh, my gosh. I can't even. That was just, it was so crazy. Like, I expected, I mean, she learned one of what seems like the hardest moves to do, and that's to face swap or, you know, do a face-off. Which you did that one time. Like, that's such a cool Ooh. thing. And I don't know, it's just like the rest of the time I kept expecting her to do it again. Okay, she's going after Cersei. Oh no, Cersei's off the list because uh, that shit happened. But she's definitely gonna get Danny now, and it's like, no, no, like, yeah. what does she do? She doesn't kill anyone. She goes to Gendry and goes, "Hey, can you make me this really, really cool <laughs> weapon?" And he's like, "Yeah." And they talk about it for two episodes. How she's like, "Hey, is my weapon ready?" It's like, "No, I'm making weapons for like you know the army." She's the like, well, I, re- army. "I really need it, like ASAP." And he's like, "Fine." gives it to her she uses it for like two seconds and then it's like that's it she was badass with it i won't won't lie but for like two seconds it was like all right we're done with that it's like that took up at least 15 minutes of episode time making it and discussions about it to be used for five minutes and then forgotten about like there's so many weird little things like that that it's just like what why yeah and actually it's funny that you say that because that's like one of my biggest complaints with the whole season and and nicole and i already actually talked about this is that they waste so much time on Mm. scenes that make no sense or have no relevance to the rest of the episode like even in the very last the conclusion the final episode the very the beginning is like just Tyrion walking through king's landing for like 10 minutes and then they and then they get to the Danny's death scene and it's like over in 30 seconds. I'm like, you you couldn't just, you know, just distribute that time a little bit better, like add yeah. some more dialogue or, you know, anything. It just doesn't make sense. I just yeah. don't understand, like from a writing standpoint. And you know me, like I've complained about shitty writing for mm. as long as we've been doing this podcast. It's like one of my, like, if you look, go look back and like scrub through our episodes, I'm pretty sure I say the words shitty writing or... You know, something like that, probably the most out of any phrase. Yeah. I don't know. I, I complete. Well, like if, if anyone can explain to me what, um, Bran was doing during the, the, the battle of Winterfell, like <laughs> what, what was he doing? Like he was, he was warging the whole time, but why? I mean, was it sure? just to go into like crows and, and watch? Because he's like, I can see crap because I'm in a a wheelchair. Are you questioning Bran the Broken? (laughs) Like, it was, I kept expecting, like, that he has some mastermind, some plan that he's doing. He's like, no, I just, you know, couldn't see very well from down here, so I wanted to be up in the sky. And it's like, well, no, we could see in the sky what the dragons were seeing, and you couldn't see shit. So, like, could he actually see any better up there? Like, uh, I don't know. That was, (laughs) it's so weird. (laughs) I, it just so shake my head at stuff like that. Like that was the the most frustrating thing is because I don't know. Like, is it wrong for me to expect him to do something cool from that? Like, no. Did I have my, were my expectations too high that I expected yeah, this guy maybe, to turn into maybe. animal? A, a little, cool? a little. You were expecting. Yeah, a he lot. was he was playing the Game of Thrones, man. He he flew those crows down to King's Landing to find out where the army was, what Cersei was planning on doing. And then he was just like he played everybody like like a fiddle, and he got the right. crown. 
Oh. I think the best part is that he can't see shit in any of those scenes because he said it in an interview that he doesn't wear his glasses during those scenes and he like literally can't see shit. <laughs> so that blank stare on his then, face is just him not being able to see whoever's <laughs> He has to have somebody near him like being like, uh, Bran, it's, it's action. And he's like, yeah. uh, four eyed Raven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's I, I think that's really funny that like when you watch it if you don't see interviews and background stuff like that you have no idea that that kind of thing is going on but yeah. like then you know that and then you see him and you like laugh because you're like <laughs> look at him look at his look at his blind ass squinting like you can tell he can't see shit when he's staring at Jamie in that yeah. episode, yeah. he doesn't even know he's there. <laughs> Jamie's like, "Oh shit, he's staring me down." And Brand's over there, like, "Who is that? Can you step Total? a little closer?" Is that you? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that the uh, the 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 that reminds me that the one meme, the Kingslayer meme, where it's like. Jamie, uh, Jamie was so deep in his Kingslayer uh, persona that he tried to kill the king eight years prior. Yeah. Something like that. Never mind. Oh, man. We'll get to it at the end, but I think the real winner from Game of Thrones, especially season eight, Game of Thrones season eight, is us, the fans, for all of the memes. Yes. That yes. is so good. Oh, yeah. It, it spawns so many hilarious memes, like from the just because of like their oversights, whether it's a Starbucks cup, the, the water bottle, or just like even, um, you know, Brienne writing in the book and writing in all of Jamie's things, you have the mean girls oh one. And, and that was my man. That one just killed me last night. Whenever I saw that, mm-hmm. or like the, just the fact that like she wrote all that in ink and then just closed the book immediately. Like didn't even let the yeah. ink dry. All of it's just going to smear all over the pages. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like them joking about Tyrion, not being in the book like that was yes it was a funny joke but in reality like Tyrion fucking did everything well was that a joke it would have had to have been a joke because think about it Tyrion was the hand of the king he no no married, i know trust me i don't think that makes the, any sense i don't think that makes Black any Water. sense at all. he killed uh his father tywin who was the leader of the most powerful powerful house at the time yeah. And he organized the capture and recovery of a White Walker, um, Hand of Queen Daenerys, and Hand of the New I mean, like, he was he had the most uh, most appearances in the show. He was in every episode except for two. I mean, right. obviously, hands down, he was like the the biggest. I, I would say the biggest component, like to every story and character arc throughout the whole show. Oh, yeah. But it didn't. I'd have to go back and watch that part again. But it didn't seem like. It did, I don't think that they were a, actually joke. joking. But that's what makes it almost a joke scene because it's like, okay, how are you yeah. going to write a history book and le- like write the the history of you know the United States, but leave out George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, and it's like. No. <laughs> It's just dumb. Yeah. Like, yes, we understood, like, as fans, that it was kind of funny play on him because he has done more than everybody. But th- it's also stupid because it's like you're writing a history book and you're leaving out the most important person. So, like, that I giggled at the time and then I thought about it for a second. I'm like, hey, fuck this. This is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I don't know if it's as stupid as 
like how the scene would go after Grey Worm goes back to his troops. Like, <laughs> could you imagine? So my, my brother typed out a dialogue and he sent it to me. And it's, so basically the whole thing goes on with Grey Worm and, you know, Tyrion and everything in front of the council. And then Grey Worm goes back to his troops and he's like, all right, guys, it's like kind of change of plan. He's like, we can't kill the person that killed the queen. Instead, um, we just have to give him his old job back. And they're like, um, well, who gave you that stupid idea? And Grey Worm's like, well, the other prisoner. And they're like, well, can we kill him? And Grey Worm's like, uh, well, no, no, he's the new hand of the king. And they're like, like, what the fuck? Like, who's the new king? And they're like, oh, that's John's brother. You know, the guy that killed our queen? That's his brother. Yeah. So, like, What? Like how Grey Worm didn't just his head didn't just explode standing there on the spot watch watching all of this happen in front of him like this is this is more embarrassing to him than getting unsullied like <laughs> it's ridiculous I mean uh-huh. like, <laughs> I I just don't understand any of it like. <laughs> He's like, Tyrion, you can't speak. And then Tyrion gives a five-minute dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> Tyrion proceeds to become the hand of the king and change the entire kingdom's yes. history. I know who should be king. Brand. No offense, but uh, that was a pretty sorry-ass council at the end there. It's so <laughs> bad. <laughs> yeah, Bron? where did half of these people come from? Oh, you're talking about the like his his council on the at the table? Yeah, I mean... I don't know. Kind of pathetic, if you ask me. Davos. I mean, look, you got you have Davos, who's just the goat. Yeah. The actual actual goat. You have Bronn, who that actually makes no sense to me whatsoever. He's <laughs> he's a, a mercenary <laughs> thief that like ends up being the master of coin that he's is like, only concerned Bronco, with building brothels. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that makes him. no sense. Um, uh, who else? You have uh, well, Brienne makes sense. She's you know obviously going to be like the leader of the King's Guard. Yeah, you know, that that's that's a Sam given. Well. S- Sam, oh, he obviously he's going to be the the maester, archmaester, and then Tyrion. I mean, really, in reality, the only one that doesn't make sense is Bronn, but he just seems to like come in and like run everything. And that- then, yeah, then you have Bran, who's a three eyed raven, because that's all he's told us for the past six seasons. That's the only <laughs> line he has. I'm the three eyed raven. Yeah, we know. That's all. Jack, that's all you say. Jack, that's because he can't see shit. Man. <laughs> He can't see, so he's a three-eyed. So tell me, if he if he's the three-eyed raven, why does he need a master whisperer? Why why does he like the fact that they chose him? Where it's like, Bran saw all of this happening. He saw the Night King coming and killing all these people. He saw Daenerys massacring everybody. He knew no, that he ahead of he, time. The, the three-eyed raven can't see the future. Actually. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he kind what? of can. No, he can only try. He's like a what do you call? It? He's like a uh, like a VCR. He's a okay. So tell VCR me, so tell me that. how he knew that Arya needed to have that dagger, and that he needed to be right there at the gods in the godswood at that specific time in order for her to kill him. What are you talking about? Like, it, like he just went. Bran's the one. See- no. Bran's the one that gave her the dagger and said, you're going to need this, or this was meant for you. Yeah. And he, he killed the Night King with it. That is, she doesn't need that? to be like he's seeing the future. Yeah, Jack, you're looking way too deep into this. She just needed a knife to be able to stab things with. 
That's all. No, she needed a Valerian steel knife. <laughs> no, but also like, directly in Ron, the place that he that was total. Ron knows that the Night King and the White Walkers are vulnerable to Valerian steel and Obsidian from uh, the memories of the Three Eyed Ravens before him, and the yeah. fact that John killed one. Yeah, I understand that, but he knew exactly where to sit. He knew how, when to keep Theon. He even stalled Theon. At so first Theon of all, look he at only him. knew that the Night King was coming after him. Not that they would meet exactly in the Nightswood. No, of course he knew wrong. that they were going to meet there because he knew that the Night King was following him. I think you're wrong. I, I think I, it's very I think clear. I think, I think you're, it's very clear that he could see what was going to happen and he planned every single step and played everybody in the entire show around the fact that he was going to end up being king and he made every single step happen. And well, so that he would be. And and where I was going to go with that is is the fact that he very much reminds me of a, a Thanos Thanos like character, where I don't think that he would feel bad whatsoever of hundreds of thousands of his peasants dying if it's for the greater good of so and so. Like he just seems like because he's on such that other level that just. One yeah. or two people dying to him means nothing. That he he has no compassion for his people. He's not going to go. Oh, my people need this. They need that. That he would just be like, uh, no, we don't have enough food to make it through the winter. So half of you must die right now. Like yeah. I could easily see him making a decision like that because he is so spacey and out there. Oh, like, that's oh and actually, Luch, and actually, I, I I know for a fact that you're wrong, and he can't see the future because whenever he. Whenever he gets appointed king, he says, and Tyrion goes, uh, you know, would you, I know you don't want to, but would you consider being king? And he's like, why do you think I came all this way? Like he knew what was going to happen right there. That that, proves. That is him just predicting, not, not actually. What? What? No, you're, no, you're actually crazy. (laughs) Question. Yes. Doesn't he need to grow all old and crusty in a tree like his predecessor? I think. I think. Th- and then he can only appoint another person as a three-eyed raven. So he can't have kids, so he can't father another king, which I guess they decided they were going to um, you know, elect a new one, basically. So it is a democracy, mm-hmm. just not of the people. So, uh, so the only thing I could say to that future site is um, his visions, but that's not technically seeing the future. Yes, it is. He knew what he was doing. It's it's obvious that he could see into the future enough that he could plan out everybody's steps in order to make it happen. It's 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 apparent. I think I think it's uh, otherwise. There's no reason he would say, "Why do you think I came?" But all then this that way? but then that means that the future is definite in in that world. That no matter uh, what no, happens, it's future, o- no, it's only definite if those things happen. If each step happened, see, we're now we're back on time travel. Don't don't pull me into this. Come on, Jack. Let's <laughs> talk about it, man. Let's Don't go to your clone discussion about how you keep killing yourself over and over again. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a different topic for a different different time. All right. So, with with that being said, what's what's the what's your biggest disappointment of the whole season eight? What, what's the what's the thing that disappoints you the most? Jack's too much. I'm not, I'm not ready time. to get to that yet. I still have other complaints. <laughs> <laughs> I'm skipping ahead. You can get back to that. What's your what's the, the, what's your one thing that you were like? If I could change one thing about this season, this is what I would change and why. Um the the White Walkers. I I felt like that there was multiple season hype surrounding the white walkers the mystery of them you have this one night king that is getting 
baby sacrifice to him so he could turn him into his ultimate <laughs> soldiers who never fucking move. They don't do anything. <laughs> they That's not true. That's not true. John, no, John killed, no, John killed two of them. They, they uh, fought in hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. So they, yeah. And then they just I mean, watch watch a person walk by them and stab their leader and they're like, oh, shit. Like, they were so just underwhelming for how cool. I mean, if you think about it, they went immediately from babies into White Walkers. So maybe in their minds, they're just thinking like baby thoughts. They're just all infants. (laughs) They're just all thinking about food. In this case, they're undead, so they just want to eat people. Flesh, (laughs) right? They're just looking at Theon like, hmm. I can't Damn. wait to eat this shit out of <laughs> And who told the women and children to hide in the crypts when they knew that the White Walkers could raise the dead? That like, was David, David Benahoff and D.B. Weiss. But guys, wait, they sound Just so intelligent in the after, after Game they, of Thrones episodes during their talks. D and D, they uh, they, they kind of forgot about the cramps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, one of my favorite memes. Uh, so the whole show kind of forgot about the crypts and the white and the night king being able to raise the dead. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, and that's just again oversight in writing. And it goes back to, in my opinion, uh, and, and Josh, I agree with you that the White Walkers are. If I could change one thing about the whole about the whole season, it would be that the third episode is the battle of uh king's landing and mm-hmm. then danny does her whole mad queen bullshit there and then the fifth and sixth deal with the night king yeah uh, but then that, but then the unsullied and the uh dothraki wouldn't join them no they, they would join them because mm-hmm. I, the the events would unfold differently mm-hmm. but anyway um uh, yeah i it just goes back to the whole thing being completely rushed and not flushed out and fleshed out as it could have been. Um, Luch, what about you? What's, what's the number one disappointing? Uh, Danny's thing? descent into madness. Really? Yeah. Why? Uh, because that was one hundred percent rushed, um, and they tried to forcibly put in scenarios to where Daenerys' mind would crumble from, you know, John immediately telling her after they found out that uh, he was we had actually. To. That yeah. they had to. He was actually his nephew, and that he can't love her because, or love her like a lover because they're related and it's wrong. And uh, uh, Daenerys being betrayed by Varys, even though Varys was back in what was it, babe? Season seven, where Varys goes to meet Danny and like pledge her allegiance, and he's foreshadowing Danny's like, by the way. Uh, I want you to come up to my face and tell me if something's wrong because then I'll discuss it with you. But if you go behind my back, I'll burn you alive. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what he does. And, you know, Varys is a pretty smart man. Um, And they tried to force too much of the Targaryen flipping the coin thing on her. And now that there's two Targaryens, obviously Jon is the, uh, the good side of them and she's the bad side. And I don't think she would ever burn down a city no matter how mad she was at Cersei because again she rescues slaves you know 
regular people, the only people she's... Yeah, but you're forgetting the fact that she... Yeah, she killed a lot of evil people, but she also said that she was... I mean, she said long, long, long ago that she was going to take what was hers through fire and blood. She said that. She said those words. Yeah, but I mean, fire and blood can mean killing an army, but not necessarily slaughtering an entire town. I think that... And that's why I was... I personally don't mind that that change of her then that progression of her she saw a lot of people that were close to her fail her as far as like uh making decisions and making wrong ones Tyrion just kept making the wrong like yeah but decisions and and all of these things that all of these people were kind of just slowly following falling away from her where she had no real support she goes from savior to queen to mad queen and then severe god complex to where everybody is wrong but me yeah, well, that was in her blood. That's the Targaryen well, no, blood. It's so that's why her dad is, was it's people her people who are a, telling her lunatic. people who are telling her you're so good on the inside. You're not like your family. You you are all the good in this world. No, see and I think that that's the thing though is that on one hand you want to believe that like oh well, yeah, it's just her blood, but I think John makes that very clear that like people aren't um, it's not just your family house. It's like you're, it's, you know, Tyrion as well. Like it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with your house. It's about the decisions that you make. And she made the wrong decisions and she messed up and she ended up going down that path. And that's why I think that that the whole, pro- her progression actually makes sense. I don't agree with how fast they did it. And I think you're right. Like they, they really forced her hand in that way. Um, but the only thing that I don't like about that is how fast they did her death. They did not give her justice to a character that was. Oh yeah, you know, and I love how John's like, carrying a dagger for the first time in eight seasons. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can we agree um, that that Tyrion has not had a good idea since he's been sober and stopped touring around? Oh, hundred percent. He. What was his last good idea? Can you think of one? Back when he was just uh, hiring Bronn as Master brothel, you know, going from brothel to brothel, just complete piss drunk. He was fantastic, constantly like making his way up in the world, and then he's like, "Oh crap! I'm now the hand I of mean, the queen. He, I need to sober up and you know start behaving myself." And everything that he did was the wrong decision. I mean, he did. He was the one who incited John to kill Dan- Danny, though. He did. He said that what we did. Mm-hmm. So I think that Which, was I mean, it needed to happen. It, that it needed to happen. Hundred percent. Yeah. And uh, but also, and if he I, wouldn't I have told Danny for throwing away his uh, his entitlement. Walking up to him, be like, "Yeah, I freed my brother." You <laughs> what you gonna do t- about it? She, he's, yeah. He walks up there. He's and like, "What you gonna do about it?" And, and throws it down throws- the stairs. And she's like, "Um, I'm gonna kill you." And then, what, yeah. what did you expect? Well, he throws the pin, and then it lands at the foot of that unsullied. And he just looks up, and he's like, "Oh shit, yeah, this guy gonna <laughs> die." No, they, it seems like that were definitely done cool. Like the show was still like acting was fantastic like i don't i don't think i would get say that anyone did a bad job acting the cinematography in it was fantastic for the most part other than the battle of winterfell being a little bit darker than what i would prefer but other i mean like so many different (laughs) scenes like that were so good there's just so many other goofy things like with um and and this is something um so I saw a thing talking about the Dothraki. Don't they have whoever kills their leader becomes their new leader? I thought so. 
I mean, wasn't like that the rule, and that's why they didn't kill Daenerys in the beginning? Is she killed the leader, and then they're like, "Oh, you're our queen now." So wouldn't John killing her that all the Dothraki are like, "Shit, she's dead." Okay, well, you're our new leader, and then it would be Dothraki versus Unsullied if Unsullied wanted to stay loyal to her. Like, yeah, I don't I think, see I think why the Dothraki only, would turn on John. Yeah, I think they can only be Dothraki in that scenario. They have to yeah, challenge. Yeah. They challenge the call, and then if he if he gets killed, then he becomes the new. Because Danny Alvaro. technically challenged all the call to, uh, in the um, yeah, when she burned them all alive, and gotcha. since she was a Khaleesi, then technically she's one of their blood, blood that of my makes blood. Sense. See, and these are questions that I have that I don't feel like get spelled out very well. That it's like you know I need to get a little bit of you know have some of these things tied together and i mean and yeah they tied up a lot of loose ends at the end of this you know mm. like, okay this character is going here this character is going there but it's like I, mm. uh, I don't know i don't know Tyrion. uh tyrian oh john hey man yeah sorry bro but you're going back to the wall uh you won't do any of this crap goes back to the wall that just pieces out. Pieces, yeah. deuce, deuces. Is there Chucks even a Lord Commander up. anymore? Is there even? No, it was a supposed Watch? to be him. It was supposed to be him. He went to there the Night like Watch to be like Lord Commander. There was like three Night Watch people left. Well, there's no reason for me. And I think he's like he's just like yeah, I'm gonna go north. But like I was always oh, and then to. goes north in his still fancy outfit, surrounded mm-hmm. by a bunch of uh, fur wearing wildlings. Yeah, yeah, and two horses. Um, Lucin uh, tied up. Nicole, what about you? What's your most disappointing moment of season eight? Oh, my goodness. That's really how Cersei's going to die? Talk to me, Nicole. <laughs> really? Yeah. the truth. That's it? That was super underwhelming. Yeah. And I was actually one of those people who thought maybe she was still alive for the finale. Mm-hmm. I did, too. Rubble. I did. But I nope. was really hoping that Tyrion would go down there and they were trapped and they weren't actually dead i was like right they needed yeah, what, to be whenever they spent so much time of him walking through there i was like oh my gosh he's got to find her then he sees that little crack of light i'm like oh perfect they, they're mm-hmm. gonna find her she's gonna be alive they're gonna drag her up and daenerys can have her little her little speech and she can dracarys all, all over her face i i actually thought this scene was actually going <laughs> to open with a couple unsullied like dragging Okay, time out. Time out. Yeah, time yeah. Out. Why are you what, saying it like that? What is, what is an unsullied? I don't know what an unsullied is. So I need time. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Sorry, the unsullied. That's, a, that's the second time he said it. I let it slide the first time. The Stella second Grady. time through. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's the unsullied. Is this like a, as a My Sunday kind of thing? Like, I don't know what a My Sunday is. No, it's like is. cool whip. Thank you, Jack. <laughs> Nicole, don't right. encourage him like that. What? We're both thinking the same thing. I don't know what an unsullied is. I, it's I, it's it's weird. Sorry, Anyways. the unsullied. Yes. I was hoping that the scene would open with the unsullied, like two of them carrying Cersei. <laughs> now, all, now all I can hear is unsullied. <laughs> Damn it. I fucking hate all of you. Except for you, Nicole. You're nice to me. Um, she was laughing at you too. Huh? But she's not being as boisterous <laughs> as you two are with your all rudeness. Right. All right, so you you were expecting them to what? Like carry her, like her her being like a half unconscious type thing, you know, beaten up a little bit, and then her getting pretty much crucified. 
Yes. I'm like, uh, see, that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about. All these loose ends that they're tying up when they could have just taken a couple extra episodes, done like eight or nine or ten, and just really had some awesome fleshed out death scenes, some conclusions, you know, all of this stuff, you know, like the 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 mountain and uh, and the hound. As awesome as that fight was, you know, it was like a couple a couple minutes, and then they both died. Fine, whatever. That, that conclusions I can get behind it, but like they could have made it a little longer, you know, a little bit more sword play. Like they they knocked their swords out of their hands like right away. Do you oh. do you know what they did right with the invasion of um that they didn't make too long, they didn't make it too lore, but they made it absolutely perfect. Are you was sexy? the death of Quiburn or Keyburn or Quiburn? <laughs> I agree, Luke, hundred percent. Right. I don't know who Cubert is, but like <laughs> whatever his fucking Kyvern, Kyvern, I can get behind that. Yeah, they killed him instantly. It was awesome. Just not not even like instantly. It was just blunt, straight up. You will obey your queen. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, but the only thing that I don't get is like, why did that? Why did he get immediately set off as soon as he see his, saw his brother this time? But wasn't the first time when they all met up in the arena because they, he wasn't he wasn't meeting him in combat because yeah but I mean like he, he just immediately killed uh, Kyburn like immediately like just hey bro yeah because yeah because Kyburn was about to get in, in the way of him fighting his brother yeah but even like Cersei was like Cersei was like no stay by your queen like don't because he he literally watches the Hound kill those guards he's coming directly for him he knows he might be an undead zombie but he knows he was coming for him. And though he was not going to let anybody stand in his way, especially whenever he's a, such a monster. It's because it was the last episode and they had to have Clegane <laughs> That That actually is the real answer because they had to tie that that uh, knot in the last 30 seconds. That, that, that I, w- I wish that they yeah. the fight actually didn't end in the last episode and that like somewhere in the last episode of the of the. They're series. still rolling around. They're, yeah, they're just on top of the <laughs> on top of the tower, just still duking it out. They, they just like fell off that tower into the fire, but now they're just like kind of this charred corpses, just like kind of uh, fighting. You, you remember those like Family Guy episodes with Chicken and the Peter, mm-hmm. and yeah. they're just battling yeah. each other just the through city. the city. Like the, everybody else is just going on with their lives, but in the background, you just see them like rumbling and tumbling through, the, <laughs> like crashing through walls. Mm. They're destined to do this forever. Well, and I mean, God, how like the mountain was such a cool character. Like after he the Oberon fight and everything, and he basically dies. They bring him back. He did almost nothing for like three seasons, other than yeah. grunt. Yeah, they they <laughs> completely didn't really grunt. Did he? They didn't. He didn't really grunt. He just kind of like did. Well, stuff. Do, you, do you know what happened to him in the books? No. So he he still gets poisoned by. Um, or he gets severely injured by uh, the Viper in combat, but he actually heals up, but fakes his own death and then comes back as someone named Robert the Strong. Hey. Huh. How about that? Well, that's one That's one uh, change that they made for the TV show that I like better. <laughs> <laughs> because that Don't sounds stupid. Don't you dare stupid. speak into the name of the god of George R. R. Martin. Um, speaking of George R. R. Martin, why did they just randomly reference him in the last episode of the show? Wait, they like, did? Oh, for the Song of Fire and yeah. Ice? Yeah. Like, why? 
No, that's what the that's what the whole thing that's what the whole book series was about was that book Song of Fire and Ice. Yes, Luch, I know, but they didn't <laughs> have to throw that in there and just re- randomly reference the title of his book, like. It, no, like why? that's that's what like at the end of the at the end of the series of the books, like the reason why it's called the Song of yeah, Fire and it's Ice. Yeah, self references, I know, but it's just there was just no re- there was no reason to to do that in the very very last like basically like oh this is an homage to the books when the half of the half of the show is based not on the book it's on its own yeah you know what they could they should have brought lady catlin back like they did yes yeah she should have been like up the river you know how hyped everybody is about the show with how much money they're obvious i mean like i don't think that they're losing money on the show like why no. do you rush it why do you try ending it a season early like um it's called it's it's called uh, disney disney, disney <laughs> movie deal yeah it's called star wars it's called a chance to be writers on the biggest fran- arguably the biggest franchise of, of all time wait 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 hold, hold hold on they wait they got into star wars i actually didn't know this from what i Are understand they were offered to do a 10 episode season of game of thrones for the last season but they opted for six yes. because they had to dip out and start working on the star wars movies this is just what i hear from one headline of an article that i never clicked no on like the, I, on like the three new movies after this series yeah like way one. yeah way late in the 2000s are like you freaking kidding out, me like 2024 2025 yeah no 100 percent. yeah they're they're the writers for why would you one. leave the greatest television show for a mediocre oh my god <laughs> Yeah, first I guess of all, money. I guess first of all, first of all, me, mediocre, me, mediocre is. Uh, I mean, those are fighting words. First of all, secondly, it's the it's. I don't know. I have to look at like actual numbers, but it's probably the highest, one of the highest grossing, if not the oh, highest. Hold, grossing hold on, hold on, hold on. Movie franchise the last three Star Wars movies. I'm not talking about Rogue One or Hans because those those aren't included. Are Hi. the last episode seven, eight, and nine? Yeah. What about you them? agree with those? Huh? What are you talking about? You like first those? Of all, first of all, nine isn't even out yet, sir. And hey, hey, which, is co- which is coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seven and eight were fantastic. Both of them. They were gorgeous movies. Mm. Uh, there was things in them. There was things in... Okay, you're, we're going off in a completely different direction here. But For another seven, episode. Seven, For another seven fucking and eight, episode, Jack. Seven and eight were awesome, and the things that weren't cool about them, people forget how fucking cheesy four, five, and six were in the seventies. Like yeah. awful dialogue, awful CGI, and and uh, you know props. Like there's a scene in the original uncut version where one of the stormtroopers bumps his head coming through a doorway, uh, and and that was brilliant. It was no, real. It, no, that's what I'm saying. Like people forget, and it's all about those rose-colored lenses. We're like, oh, the the, the, four, the four, five, and six, the originals were great. And then you go back and watch them, and you're like, holy shit, what am I watching? And, and first of all, this uh, episode two is actually the best one. Okay, see, this is this is why I can't take you seriously. This is why you don't have a valid opinion on what's <gasps> good and what's not. How dare you, sir? Anyways, going so back to... We'll, we'll, uh, we will have a Star Wars episode. They, yeah, they are also rumored, I'm reading here, to do a spin-off of The Little Mermaid under the Salid. So we'll have to stay <laughs> for that one as well. <laughs> Nicole, that was uh, extremely painful uh, and mean, and I'm very hurt. 
I'm, I, I missed it, but, but it, it was so good. I should have been followed with a sorry. That was so good. It. I'm crying um, though, but it was very good. No, no, I want to. I would like to go back to to touch on what Nicole said about the disappointment because that was probably my second uh, most disappointing factor of season eight uh, was the fact that Cersei died under a pile of bricks under the Red Keep. Uh, she wasn't punished for what she did. And even though she was very scared and and obviously upset at her city burning and she had no more defense, she got to die in the arms of somebody that she, even though that he loved her, she didn't deserve his love because he was way too unconditional with how shitty she was as a person. Um, she got to die like in the comfort of his arms, her brother, like the one that was there for her the whole time. And she just did way too much bad stuff to um, have gotten away with it and not literally been scared to death by Drogon before she died. Uh, sorry, it's just, uh, it's bottom line, that was what she deserved. They should have found her alive, even if barely. She should have been dragged to, to Daenerys' feet. Danny should have been able to have a nice little speech and... You know, Dracarys, like I said, Dracarys, all over. There, well, all there over. was a reason I would disagree that, uh, with that. Well, go oh, ahead, well, Luke. Oh, yeah. Just real quick. No, one small disappointment is that Drogon didn't burn John. I kind of wanted to see if he was flame retardant or not. He's not. He's not. He would have died. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. I don't know. He's half Tarkarian, half Stark, so... All that's he, left to wear his boots. Speaking of Jon Snow, <laughs> has he ever looked happy? Even when he's smiling, no. he's frowning. He's just such a it's, sad, I, boring I know person. it's so mysterious and yeah. sexy. I think that uh, he also suffers from the same ailment as Bran. He needs glasses. So even when he's <laughs> smiling, he's like he's like squinting. You know what I'm saying? I think it. it's just like, yeah, I think it's the same thing. Um but yeah, no, uh, go ahead, Josh. What, what's your disappointment with Cersei? Well, or your, your, what are your disagreement there? Well, what I was going to say is like, you know, Cersei throughout multiple episodes, they kept referencing her prophecy, um, talking about, you know, you'll never wed the prince, you'll wed the king, um, you'll be queen for a time, and then comes another younger, more beautiful to cast you down, mm-hmm. which of course yeah. is Bran. And then... Um, <laughs> <laughs> obviously obviously. and then it says um talks about her younger brother um would kill her and no 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 okay see now you're getting the wording wrong it says that she would she would exactly it says that she would die with her brother's hands her younger brother's hands around her neck the valencar yes which is what happened Exactly. So what I'm saying is this. She wasn't killed by her brother, but her brother's arms were around her neck. So what would he have to have his hands around her neck when um, Danny's He was holding her. Ate him? Well, no, I'm saying like... Oh, oh you're oh, saying, yeah, if, yeah, oh, if, saying if yeah, dragon did something, yeah, yeah, yeah. that would cause a problem with the prophecy. No, no, but, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And, and on these things, I'm going to side with the prophecy because that's what I felt like they didn't do for so many things. You know, yeah. even with this one, how... They're like, well, technically, she died with Jamie's hands around. Like, I feel like they did that with so many things. Like, well, technically, we followed all the <laughs> technically. rules. And, you know, <laughs> technically, technically, we tied up these loose ends. And it's like, 
but did you did you really no yeah so that's the thing right they had all of these these ropes dragging in the wind and they literally what it seemed like during the span of six episodes just ran around like crazy people tying them up regardless of whether it made sense to the story or not or regardless of whether it needed to be flushed out more like they just t- were tying up all these loose ends just to tie them up to say like oh, oh, oh and the show's over okay cool yep. thanks uh see you guys later you know and that's and that's why everybody is mad that's why everybody is disappointed it's because yeah they get they gave us conclusions and you know the the, the less intelligent people will that are disagreeing and signing petitions to have it redone which is so stupid by the way oh, if you're yeah. listening if you're listening to this and you're for that I, I have no love for you whatsoever. <laughs> These people put in eight plus years of their life, the cast, the cast, the crew, the, you know, the writers, like all that. And whether you disagree with how they wrote the ending, like to actually sign a petition saying that they need to redo it is so disrespectful, 100% disrespectful. And if you think that you should try writing a show or a story and then giving it to millions of people and having them critique it, that's, that's my advice to you. If, if that's the way you feel, because absolutely ridiculous. It's mm-hmm. even in disappointment. It's still, even with se- season eight, it still is one of the best TV shows that we've ever seen uh, in our lifetime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hands down. I mean, that's the thing. Absolutely. I still love the hell out of Dexter. I would go back and rewatch so many different seasons, so many different mm-hmm. episodes. I love it. Not a fan of how it ended. I would yeah, be happy not. if right now Michael C. Hall was like, hey, you know what? It's been a little while. I'm thinking about coming Let's back and showing season. what happened to him. After I was a lumberjack for a while, I'm coming back. And it's like, you know, whatever. Yeah. I would be excited. I would get Showtime and I'd watch it. But, but that's the thing, though. And then that's a meme. But, like, people forget about other shows and how they ended. Like, Lost was this huge oh cult following God. show. Huge. Like, people were so about Lost when it was out. Like, it was just the number one show that people were watching every single week. And you watch it for six seasons. You invest six years. And then literally at the very end, they're like, oh, by the way, spoiler alert, here it comes. Uh, everybody's been dead since episode one. Yeah. And everyone's like, wait, what? Everyone and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody died in the plane crash in episode one. And the past six years have just been purgatory and, yeah. and limbo. And then everyone just like, wait, that that that's not... That's not true, right? That didn't really just happen. Yeah. And and then they're like, yep, yep, it did. Okay, see ya. And that was J.J. Abrams, by the way, who is still regarded as an amazing director. He directed one of the Star Wars movies. I mean, like, these are people have such short term memory when it comes to this stuff. And as much as we can kind of be like dissect the last season and say that it it was rushed, which I think we'll all agree that it was. We can do that, but we still get to witness all of the the conclusions of these these characters, even if it's not in the way that we necessarily wanted. What if, for some reason, the writers just decided not to write the last season, and we're just left stuck with nothing? I've had plenty of shows that that yeah. happened to. There was, um, God, one of my favorites was with Clive Owen. It was on Stars called The Nick, where he was a uh, like a surgeon in a really famous hospital in New York city, like back in like the early 1900s or whatever, like before mm-hmm. they had really figured out all this medical stuff show was incredible. And like season ends on a cliffhanger and they're like, 
yeah, uh, show's been canceled. It's like, what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, you can't just end there? Like, yeah. oh my God, it was so terrible. Yeah. Uh, 100%. Um, so let's so we so we do we have any other like final thoughts on things that were disappointing because i know that you have a lot of other complaints josh so do you want to like touch on different things i think i pretty much um yeah i mean the the main thing was definitely the the white walkers that just really freaking i just had so many different theories of them i watched so many different youtube you know videos of people going okay i have this theory about them like the fact that they nailed a child to the wall with a (laughs) arm thing with fire and stuff and it's just like yeah we just did that because we thought spinny things are cool like what you you i never really did really explain go for it I have a theory on your theories, which is that they didn't want to tell us too much about it so that we will tune in two years from yeah. now when the White Walker yes. show is ready. Right. Yes. I mean, honestly, as shitty as it sounds, that's very possible. That like because whenever they're writing shows and they're like they're actually planning things out, you know, even them planning out, you know, the Star Wars movies, they're not going to be ready until 2024, 25, 26, whatever it might be, the next three. Yeah. Um, and they're going to be completely like different stories and whatever. Like we're talking about five, six years from now mm. before they they hit, and they're already starting their plan. Like they rushed the the ending of their most famous show like the show that like really put them over the edge as far as like being popular yeah. to go do that six years from now you know that's the kind of line of thinking so yeah i mean of course if if they have this in mind and they know that they're gonna do uh you know ended on season, episode six like yeah hey like let's not give out away too much because we're gonna really fl- you know just tell that story in another show I mean, yeah. I'm going to watch it, right? Like, I'm going to oh, go, I, I'm gonna be it. You I know what I mean? Like, we're going to watch it as much as we might be disappointed with, uh, you know, the, thing, the way things went. Like, we're going to go see just because, you know, I'm, I, that's, they've been my favorite part. Like, the White Walkers and just like him being able to just kill somebody and raise them from the dead. Like, so, uh, that, I mean, think about that from an enemy standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're, you know, we love D&D. So, like, think about that. You know, you go and you kill a whole army of uh, of orcs, and then the the main bad guy comes through, and all all so like all of the army that you killed, and then all of your people that died, he just comes through and raises everybody. So now he has his army that's still alive, plus your army that was dead, plus his army that died. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you have all this, uh, and that's your enemy. Right, like yeah. that's 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 incredibly scary. That's incredibly yeah. daunting to kind of like have to face. Um, and that's it's uh, yeah. I, I feel like that that really needed to be explained more. And I wanted to really see kind of that ultimate evil baddie kind of show up. And I think what's even more disappointing in the end is the fact that so we sacrificed the Night King early in the season. So that we could focus on the real threat, which was the throne, and who was going to end up on it. But then they didn't do anything with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, like there wasn't an actual threat because like Cersei hid in the tower, and then as soon as she lost the battle, she ran away and died underneath the keep. So there really wasn't like that culmination of you know good guy versus bad guy, and you know yeah. our good guy turned into a bad guy, and then we had to kill her too. 
you know, if you get rid of the Night King as like the main evil guy, you have to have some like somebody to follow it up. And I know I keep referencing D and D, but like if I give if I throw a you know as a dungeon master, if I throw like a a, a mid tier bad guy and you defeat them, and then I'm just like, oh, and the the final boss, yeah, that he's just a, a skeleton. <laughs> yeah. and you're just like, wait, what? And he's he coming, so he runs down. Yeah, and, and he runs around, and he, yeah, yeah, he, he trips down the stairs, and the, the bludgeoning damage kills him, and he, he explodes into bones. And yeah, yeah the, the the guy that you just fought to get to him was way more powerful. So sorry about that. Like, <laughs> what? That doesn't that doesn't work. You have to have like the battle is supposed to lead up. The threat is the threat is supposed to get more uh, scary as it goes on. You know what I mean? Like that's the way it's supposed to progress. And so the the fact that the Night King was taken out so early, and then we really don't get anything after that, because that's really disappointing. Yeah. So. <sighs> yeah. Um, but all right. So no more complaints as far as that right. goes. Let's end it. Let's do. The, let's do the. Let's do with a compliment sandwich, right? So let's yep. do. Uh, we started with. Um, we started with the good. We went into the bad. Let's end with the good. What are your some what are some of your favorite moments from season 8? I'll go last. Okay. Luch, you first. <laughs> Arya killing the Night King. That was your favorite moment? That and seeing watching Davos watch her whoop ass. Oh yeah, watching watching Arya like just Crush yeah, and then and you like see stunned. the hound and Davos just looking at her like, uh, and she's just like, sing, 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 just like a lawnmower weed whacking these bastards to oblivion. <laughs> and they're just sitting there like, I've only taken out two. And she's Davos got... holds up his hand that's missing all of his fingers, and he's like, this is what loyalty got me. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, so I, I agree. Arya killing the Night King, like, when I was watching that episode, I was definitely sucked in when that moment happened. You know, like you said, the the slow-mo, the, the music and everything, and then he grabs her around the throat, and you're like, oh, shit, and then she does the cool move and, and gets him. It was like, yes, and then it was like, oh, shit. <laughs> but, yeah, 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 yeah. No, very, very cool scene definitely one of the main highlights of this season for sure um nicole what about you what's what's your what are your positive takeaways from season eight i'd have to agree with that scene it was amazing um but also the giant's milk gently pouring down Tormund's beard (laughs) brienne smiling with tears in her eyes looking like my dog ollie right before she got knighted (laughs) That entire scene where they were all together having some good times. And, of course, the Starbucks cup. Love it. (laughs) Which is no longer in the show. So if you go back and watch the episode, it's not there. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I agree. But, yeah, Air Air Aria is the best. Air Aria, yes. Yeah, that that moment. I just think that, like, in that scene, the... the, uh, the music, right? Like I, we, we, we always talked about the music before. Um, just there, it's just perfect. Mm-hmm. The way that, that, the, the just the piano playing and the slow motion scene. And that's the, like, that to me is, was game of Thrones is game of Thrones. Like those yeah. moments are why I absolutely love the show. And if we could just 
have extended every single, you know, episode and scene and fight scene into those kinds of things. I mean, it's just, it's so, so good. Like I said before, you know, some of my, my, one of my favorite scenes are always like the shocking ones in the red wedding. You have the the music playing right before it all happens. And and then it's just kind of like this build. And then something just so shocking happens and you just, you can't even believe what's going on. And, uh, yeah, I just the, the that that moment with Arya is, is awesome. Um, Drogon realizing, you know, really who killed his mom and and, and melting yeah. the throne that was super dope. Um, CGI on that was incredible. Like, oh it yeah, felt hot watching it. Yeah, and just that the, the the metal just all melting, and you know, she had just talked about how many swords were used to like to create it, and just all yeah. that, and then just like watching it melt, and how angry Drogon was, and then. Um, you know, obviously seeing Ghost again, him getting the paths that he deserved, you know, uh, which just, I know I didn't talk about this in the in the disappointment part, but the fact that John was able to leave him with Torment and say, go north into the wild where he belongs without saying thank you, like <laughs> that wolf did so much for him, killed so many people, was on the front lines of battle, like in the Battle of Winterfell and then Long Night. He was in the front lines with the Dothraki. Yeah. Like he lost an ear, he got cut up, and, and John just was like, all right, see you, dude. Yeah. Like that was that was disappointing. We don't and have John time. We don't have time. Yeah, like, I have to go down south. Like No, and the re- and the reason they said is that oh they didn't have the CGI budget because it's very complicated to put an all CGI wolf in with an actor. And then literally the next episode, they spent the entire thing blowing up King's Landing with CGI dragon fire. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, yeah, it makes no sense. Um, but whenever he does see him and he, you know, acknowledges him and, you know, gets him that, those good, those good paths, that's, that was very nice to see. Yeah. I don't know. I would think that just like cut Cersei's, pay down a little bit i mean would she make a million dollars an episode standing looking out a window doing nothing yeah pouting standing (laughs) pouting (laughs) that right there dude she they could have paid for a she earned it though like that woman throughout i mean like throughout this whole time has been incredible i mean from day one like She's just like top five most hated people in the entire world. Like as far as characters in movies, uh, I mean, like think of any kind of bad guy in a movie. She's up there. Like as, as far as the oh, yeah. hated, like she was just, but I think, but, like think about it. Every that. single villain, right. For the most part, every villain was so convincing yeah. in the whole show. The, I mean, the night King just menacing and scary. Yeah. Cersei, the same Ramsey, just yeah. absolutely terrifying, right? Um, Joffrey, you yeah. know, he was a, you know, he was just like you didn't know, like he what he could do. He had no mercy. He had no soul. You know, um, uh, who who else? Who else is a villain? Uh, Euron, the. I mean, he was like literally a crazy person. Yeah. I mean, granted, he had to like take time off of his tour with Imagine Dragons, but <laughs> you know, you you get it, right? I mean, like yeah. he, you know, he he was scary, like every villain. Yeah. throughout the whole show it just was so convincing that actor wise you know you they did a great job in that way so we definitely give them props for all of the villains being just you know if you s- would were to see them in public you'd be like ugh, i don't like you yeah 
Well, just the the side characters in the show were fantastic. I mean, and that was something that I think that they they really picked up on for this last season because that that whole episode um, where they're all there drinking together and you know singing songs and, and stuff like that and kind of catching up and everything you, and you realize that people are having you know story arcs kind of tied up and stuff. I mean, those were all non you know quote unquote main characters but they were all fantastic i mean just to have that many different not main characters be as cool as they were is is awesome writing yes agreed Mm -hmm. for 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 sure um so what what about all right so no, I don't. I, I was going to say, what about uh, the show? Would you have done differently? But we kind of already covered that with it, our disappointments. Yeah. Um, for the most part, do, do you, does anybody have any like last kind of uh, shout outs to like things that we really, really liked? Or we wanted to like, obviously, you know, we said about the music, we said about the casting for the enemies mm-hmm. or, you know, the, the villains, but like anything else as far as the show goes? And we'll kind of go around if anybody has anything specific they they want to say like really appreciate this about the whole show yeah i actually have like the grossest moment that i've been thinking about for the last hour for whatever it is (laughs) god knows why uh super disgusting when samwell is curing sir jorah of dragon steel and he peels it back and then they cut to a scene of like a cheesy pot pie (laughs) Oh, <laughs> it was so disgusting. Um, so I would like to nominate that for the grossest. Yeah, uh, I think that there is no uh, contest. I think that wins. Although, wait, wasn't there one where uh, Rob's wife in the field had to like he had to help her dress like a amputation, and they had to like cut somebody's leg off or something. That was early I on. I don't remember. I remember that. that. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty rough. Because they literally had to like cut the guy's leg off of the knee, and he had to like. Help oh her yeah, it. Rob's wife. Yeah, and you just hear the. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. Um, but no, I don't think that even comes close to the the scales on uh, Sir Jorah as he was cut off. Ugh. Ugh. It's it's the cut to that very cheesy yeah, gooey cheesy pot, pot pie. pie. Ugh, bless <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's disgusting. Um, You're welcome. Uh, oh, we we missed uh, best cameo. Uh, we, we definitely need to cover touch on best cameo. So, who had the best cameo in the whole show? Not Ed Sheeran. Oh, man, I was going to say him first. <laughs> now, was it uh, Mastodon was in uh, the scene with the wildlings? Yes, that was cool. Yeah, um, I the... think weren't they the ones in the red wedding, or who was playing? Yeah, the they were red wedding. No, they were up in the. Uh... No, it wasn't. No, that was a different band. I forget who they, they got to do that. Um, yeah, ask, ask, ask Chives, Jeeves, Mrs. Jeeves. Um, no, uh, my my no, nomination that was Coldplay. goes Coldplay. That's right. Yeah, my nomination goes to either uh, Rob McElhenney from "It's Always Sunny" in uh, episode number one of season eight, or Aaron Rodgers in the. <laughs> in episode five <laughs> just getting burned alive that I, I think that one of those two needs to be number one cameo yeah for sure uh stanley rip how dare you too soon luke 
right? Come on. R.I.P. Unsullied. <laughs> God uh, damn it. Wor- uh, actually, I was going to say worst uh, pronunciation goes to Luch for the Unsullied, but <laughs> if you watch the Inside the Thrones, uh, after episode four, I believe, both David Benahoff and D.B. Weiss both pronounce two different things really, really wacky. They call uh, Miss Miss Andy... Miss, Miss Andy, they call her uh, Miss and Die, which is just the weirdest thing I've ever heard because that's not how anybody pronounced it in the show. And then they also, um, Nicole, what was the other one they did? They messed up another name and I don't remember. Oof, it's fleeing. That escapes don't me. Remember. As it well. escapes they me. mispronounced yeah. John and pronounced it Joan. Yeah, they, they mispronounced another. They said like something oh, else. Cersei. I think they called it. Cersei. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, she called, they called her Cersei. <laughs> like David ben, David Benhoff said, like Cersei, and then DB Weiss said uh, miss and miss and die, and we were like, wait, what did they say? And then um, the bonus level podcast was doing a recap of the whole show, and the one host Luch called the Unsullied the Unsullied, and I think that all of those probably are up there. I hate all of you. The worst you pronunciations. But hey, shout out to After the Thrones for uh, making me feel like a total subject matter expert after each episode. Yeah. Yeah. And just repeating what they say to anyone I talk to the next day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you see, uh, I think that this is what happened. And, uh, you know, this is why she did what she did. Mm. I think that we really need to understand where her character (laughs) is. Yeah. And for anybody that doesn't understand where that meme came from, that doesn't watch uh, Into the Thrones afterwards, the episode where Danny flies her dragons down and Rhaegal gets shot down um, by Euron's army. They literally in the in after the thrones or into the thrones after the episode say, um, so yeah, Danny forgot, kind of forgot about Euron's army. And then <laughs> literally the scene before that, they're all sitting around the council table and Varus is like, the people are here and Euron's army is here and his ships are here. And then, like, they cut to her just flying down, and she's like, "Yeah, they for yeah, she kind of forgot do you, about your." Do own you guys family. remember that uh, that gif or that meme of? Uh, okay, it's gif. God damn it, Jack! <laughs> you shut your mouth for a second. Of the meme with Ewan McGregor as uh, Obi Wan inside the uh, the speeder, he's just like with his head. Do you oh, yeah, believe yeah, in me? Yeah, and like the explosions dancing. are happening all around. Yeah. That's how I imagine Danny on on Drogon. Yeah, just care. Oh, speak, speaking of that, that's another huge disappointment to me. Um, and just a rushed, a botched rush job when they killed Rhaegal. It made no sense to me at all that uh, Rhaegal just happened to be hit by three sniper shot arrows a mile, a half a mile in the air above boats. That they only fired three arrows and hit all three. And then literally the very next episode or whatever, two episodes later, nobody can hit Drogon at all. Not yeah. one. I will person. say it was a very smart plan of her to hide in the uh, sunlight. Yeah, it was great, and she—they also can't shoot straight up. But my point is, is that those people shot three arrows at a flying dragon a quarter mile in the air, and hit all three of them. And not only did they hit all three of them, they didn't hit Drogon and Sir- and Danny. They hit the one dragon to the left. That's clearly not the big one. So, uh, you know, we always use this this uh, phrase a lot, but plot armor. They had to kill a dragon next to uh, Danny so that they could she could get real pissed. But they sh- what they should have done is just killed Rhaegal in the fight against Viserion. 
in the episode previous and him dying to an undead dragon would have made so much more sense yeah but they needed that. it probably looked really fucking cool too right but instead they just took my boy out with three arrows yeah, three snipers did we have like oh you know you know they were playing uh, on top of him yeah yeah he i don't know yeah. you know yeah. you know they were playing uh, the original modern warfare good job boys we'll get him next time <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no Russian. Um, yes. Disappointing. Not only did they do that, but then she was just stupid and didn't, didn't fly around behind the ships that couldn't turn around fast enough to stop her. What an idiot. Billy <laughs> Goober. Yeah, for sure. All right. So, um, yeah. Anybody have any like finalized? Cause this is the last time we're going to talk about game of Thrones in the podcast. Probably, probably. Um, a moment of silence. Yes. No. Yes. I, I said my piece. Yes. All right. Very esteemed guest. Please, you have the floor. I am very excited to go see Game of Thrones live in a couple months mm. from now and bask in all of the music and glory that was Game of Thrones and possibly cosplay. Yeah, uh, pop quiz. Because I'm I'm 100 with you, and we're gonna that we're gonna have a great time. But pop quiz, without looking it up, what's his name? The direct the composer. Ramen Dejuani Yani Salid. Salid. Sounds like my mustard. <laughs> Ramen Dejuani. I can't believe it's not Dijon. Um, yes, I 100 agree with you. The music is, uh, if not. It, it either is or it's very close to the best part about the show. Without it, those scenes would just not have the same impact whatsoever. So for those of you that don't know, uh, they've been doing this for a while now, I think, past couple years. But they're going to do a, um, a probably like a farewell tour after the final season. They do an entire orchestra and live concert of all the music throughout all the seasons. And they play the scenes behind it. And they play all the iconic theme songs and and it's just really awesome to see a full orchestra with a choir and all the different instruments playing out that music as you watch the scenes in the background Mm. so that is later this year and that is going to be fantastic oh yeah so if you can get to a to a hall or this this time it's it was in the um in an arena last year, but this time it's in the fairground. So it's so big that they're actually doing it in an amphitheater this year. Um, but if you can get to it, I think the tickets are most of the time only like 25 bucks. Huh. So very affordable, very awesome. If you like the show, definitely check it out because we're going to have a great time seeing that again this year. And it'll be the last thing that we probably see for a couple of years about game of Thrones. Yeah. Because the next thing that we hear is going to be about whatever prequels, and that's going to be all new characters and cast, and you know, so for sure. Oh, Anyways, only about a fortnight to rewatch the whole series. <clears throat> Did you say you said the naughty word? We don't say that f word on this show. <laughs> okay, it means f- two week period. <laughs> uh, yeah, for those of you that are interested, uh we had a debate on when, when we could watch uh, game of Thrones again. And I said, probably never because now that I know what happens, I, I don't know how I'd watch it from the beginning again. Yeah. I don't know. That's Jack for you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
But on Nicole, on the other hand, will you know she's already watched last the season finale probably like twice or three times. So oh wow, mm-hmm. hated it every a... time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It doesn't change. No matter how many times you watch it, it's weird. It it doesn't change. You can yell at the TV. You can scream. You can cry. You can run for help. But destiny arrives all the same. Yeah, that, that was an that was an Avengers reference. Gosh. P.S. Are we all just so indifferent to Sansa? No one even cares to bring her up. No, nah, fuck Sansa for just slowly whispering over to Bronzier. Hey, by the way, bro. So your dick doesn't. Work. I'm I'm going to uh, be queen <laughs> in the north. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. So <laughs> tell tell me this before because we're we're really we're gonna wrap this up. But be, before we do that, tell me how she just straight up goes. Everybody else is like, I, I, Bran the Broken King. And she's like, mm, yeah, we're going to remain independent because, you know, the North don't bow to anybody. And he doesn't look at her and go, Sansa, I'm the last male, I'm the oldest male stock. They will kneel to me. Yeah. Like, like why doesn't he just, and he just looks at her and goes, yeah, sure. Hey, whatever. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah the North, the North can be, can be on its own. Even sitting next to her, he couldn't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like staring like squinting at her like who is this somebody somebody whisper in my ear and tell me who this is yeah i don't know who this is who uh, yes. are you <laughs> i'm the three-eyed raven I'm the three-eyed why do you think i came we and we actually didn't even really touch on the fact that he got to become king i mean i didn't hate it i didn't well like i said i i think that Meh. it's just gonna be ridiculous because like i said he he seems to not have any compassion i feel like any king would need compassion but other than that like i wouldn't want sansa doing it like i said she completely betrayed john um mm-hmm. when he's like hey promise me you won't tell anyone because it'll make me have a really hard time she's like ah yeah i'm just gonna kind of tell who i want to anyways she not only does she not only tell somebody but she tells the person that was going to tell everybody yeah like <laughs> through him she knows he's going to tell virus who's going to tell everybody in the seven kingdoms like he literally like got on twitter like right then he's like guess what i know <laughs> da, 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 da. hey virus ends up getting killed because of it and yeah. she just gets away scot free, like yep. no penalty, no repercussions for her actions. What's up, MySpace? It's Sansa. <laughs> I'm up here in the north, you know. Just uh, I'm out here chilling in Cedar Rapids. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah. And on on a final note, the memes of Game of Thrones. If you haven't looked up any season eight memes and just just taking a full dive into all the great humor that has come out of the ridiculousness that was the final season i highly recommend you find some twitter thread or reddit thread or go down a facebook rabbit hole of of memes but they are fantastic and i think the shout out goes to my very favorite one uh that was i think from episode one or two that was a screenshot of a Kickstarter to build Bran a ramp to get back into the Winterfell castle. <laughs> and that was just fantastic. My man was sat out overnight in the courtyard because nobody would wheel him inside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
yeah. and that is just the best. Um, but who knew? Who knew that the little boy that was pushed out of a window eight years ago would grow up and be a cripple? <laughs> <laughs> but but seriously, who knew that he'd become the king? Uh, shout out to Bran the Broken. You played the Game of Thrones and you won. And congratulations, everybody's pissed. <laughs> Love it. Um, but uh, but I think uh, Nicole, do you have any any final words to uh, to throw at us? Anything at all? Oof. Um, no. It's so lame. Okay. I I do I so do have lame. one meme that I liked better than the one that you just said. Um, it's okay. it goes like this: Are you a Game of Thrones fan? And then it's a picture of Brandon. It says, "I'm something entirely different now." So I really like that one. <laughs> yes. Yes, I, that one is on that awesome. Note. Just for the simple fact that he, he, uh, he was just the worst the whole show. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I complained about him every single week. Yeah, and yet here he was on the throne. Well, um, no. he, he did. <clears throat> I he would, did. Uh, sorry, he played. He no, he played the game and he won. And I think that we have to give him props. And yes, I think we all are something entirely different now, having sat through the whole show for eight seasons and seen it come to a conclusion. And uh, I, I would like to um, give a, a great thank you to our, our lovely esteemed guest mm-hmm. this evening. Thank you for your, uh, thank you for joining. It's been an honor and a privilege gentlemen. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's like, uh... you will lead the unsullied to victory. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, thank you so much for, for joining us and, um, for Josh and Luch, uh, Luch, I, yeah. I, I disagree, I disagree with you a little bit more every week and that's fine. Um, <laughs> there was one week where we where both, we both banded together. For <laughs> we banded together and came up against the evil that was Josh in that week. Um, that was recently. I might even have been last week. I don't remember. Uh, I think it was. Before. The Superman episode. No, it was last week. Yeah. Um, but anyway, this has been a great uh, recap of Game of Thrones uh, as a whole. We're yeah. we're ha- happy and sad to see it go. Um, a lot of emotions altogether. You can let us know what you think on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Um, yeah, send us I'd an email. I'd love to hear from people that, that really liked everything um, this last season. I'd like to, to hear other people's perspective because I think that we all – felt the same way that yeah. maybe there's someone out there that thought differently and I'd like to know why you liked it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I think that uh, that about wraps it up. We'd love to hear from you guys and uh, thanks for listening. If you're, if you stuck around this long and from all of us at the bonus level podcast, have a great week. Later taters. Adieu. <laughs> <laughs>